Hello, everybody. Good to be with you. So today I want to just talk to you and try to, I think it'll be a short video, but we're going to lay out some guidelines of the difference between a peak experience, a spiritual experience, and actual spiritual awakening. Because they, we, we, get the, they, we get them all three confused, but they really are all three different. So let's start out with peak experience. And I know what a peak experience is. Uh, number one, because I just looked up the definition in the dictionary and it coincided with what I thought. And in my own personal experience, as if there's something personal here, but in the Fred Life experience, um, there's been, was peak experience tied to, um, well, was peak experience tied to drugs, tried, tried to uh, attach to LSD. That They even call it peaking. <laughs> And that's just this, uh, uh, uh. and it's a, it's an otherworldly type experience for a character. It will feel like that it, you know, and it can be, it, it, that's an entryway to non-duality, but most hallucinogenic experiences, I'm going to just tell you are not non-dual. They are, they're highs, just like, and nothing wrong with that. I did a lot of them for highs, but um, the problem with using drugs as an entryway into non-duality, and I have no moral or, or, or other opinions about it, other than to tell you, you want to be careful because you'll get stuck in that doorway. It's the doorway to spiritual experience, but we can, we can see it sort of as um, that, that oh, this doorway is so good, why should I go anywhere else? And so we just, I need to just do that drug again. And I need to do that drug again. I've seen people do this with ayahuasca. It may be okay, who knows? I'm just telling you that from my standpoint, I watched people who were very clear. Well, I mean, no, it's not true. They weren't very clear, but I saw some people who were, had had an awakening experience had had an awakening experience and then go do ayahuasca and <clears throat> they came back more confused instead of less. I've also seen people have very good reports on ayahuasca, but ayahuasca, it would be kind of a peak experience. It is um, because it, it, it is, a, it's almost like an achievement, even though there's no one really doing that achieving. In other words, there's no, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to take LSD and get high, right? <laughs> you don't have to figure that out. So um, it's automated, but it's still something that I have, or at least it will feel like I have initiated, says the body. The body thinks it's initiated that sequence. And it will be, woohoo! and guess what? There's going to be another side to that, which is going to be, I, I got to run some more. I got to, or I got to get that again. When I was running, I used to have peak experiences and it would be, um, and, and, and as distinct from runner's high, runner's high was something else we could talk about some other time, but it, it doesn't have any place here. The peak experience here would be oh i can remember you know i can remember as an older person the first time i ran a mile and i, I couldn't believe it 
I could not believe that I had run a mile. And I had worked up to it because I was in terrible shape, just like now. <laughs> and I got out there and I very quickly found out that um, it wasn't something you did overnight. And because the body just wouldn't stand it, wouldn't stand for it. And I got uh, shin splints and all that kind of stuff. So, but when I did the first time, I remember it was just like, oh, oh, wow. Because I just thought this would be unachievable for, you know, for me since I was a teenager or something. And certainly I had, as a young adult, I hadn't thought about it. Something I hadn't thought about for close to 30 years, I imagine. That's a peak experience. It is some sort of actualization where you are mentally or physically or emotionally or psychologically peaking due to the an experience in life that it will feel like you directed, right? Or you initiated. I'm not saying that you did initiate it. I'm saying that's what it'll feel like. So, and as opposed to spiritual experience, spiritual experience will not be tied to any achievement except one. And it's not an achievement either, but it will be in, probably be interpreted as a, a spiritual experience. And a spiritual experience will be, uh, can be the experience of oneness in the, the like I'm merging with oneness, I, I am oneness, there's only oneness, whatever. But there's always a plus me involved there. In other words, I am merging with oneness. This is great. And, but, you know, if we look at oneness and there's just one of them, so we can't actually merge with oneness because there's nothing other than oneness to merge with oneness. They see it's just oneness. So, <clears throat> but there will be a sense very, very, uh, likely that we just sort of merged with oneness or we merged with the energy of the universe or we merged with this some kind of but it's there's there's typically going to be a merging involved and um it it may just be a mental merging but it can be a physical merging there can be there can be uh ecstatic joy with a spiritual awakening or spiritual experience, there can be ecstatic joy. There may be um, uh, there may be wonderful energy surges and stuff like this. Um, but the spiritual experience is, if we look at the definition of experience, is not that different from a peak experience. If we look and see what an experience is, and an experience is something that was not here. And then it was here, we experienced it, and now it's not here again. It has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. Both peak experiences and spiritual experiences share these things. There's a beginning, there's a middle, and an end. So spiritual awakening is, is not like that. There's, there's no real beginning, and there's no real middle, and there's most certainly no end. And if you are somebody that has had a, believed you've had the spiritual awakening, you may very well have, um, but if you've had a non-dual awakening and 
you knew certain things or you just know you knew certain things, but you can't remember what they are, then that's probably oscillation, which means that you've had a legitimate spiritual awakening, but that what you have done is you have uncovered latent wakefulness. I like to, this is just kind of technical here, but we're, I'm just trying to just trying to help us understand a little bit better, a little bit more deeply. And <clears throat> we, I got to use language. It's all I got, other than whatever carries through this. So there is the achievement by a character, but a spiritual awakening, there may be, it, that can appear to appear to have a middle, a beginning, and middle, and an end. But if it, uh, but appearing to have a beginning, middle, and an end is just the character story of it. And I'm like Fred, and wow, I was walking down the street, and then bam, this thing happened, and it was magnificent, and everything, and I just felt so great, and it lasted about three hours, and then I don't know what happened; it just went away. I mean, I feel like I must have done something wrong. Um, or I feel like I must have forgotten something, or maybe I'm being punished, or maybe it's just something that comes and goes, even though I'm told that it's not. And <clears throat> that's oscillation. That's oscillation. And in a spiritual experience, or, or excuse me, but in, in a basic spiritual awakening, I don't know how else to put this. I'm so sorry about the language, but there's nothing I can do. So in a, in a, a spiritual awakening that is, does not have any duration, okay? As a general rule, it's, it's, it's three hours. It's, it might be three days or something, but, and it might, you know, sometimes it can be longer, but longer than that, it's not oscillation. There's just real confusion there. And it, it will appear to have be the just like oscillation, only I can tell you that when you come out of it, it's quite different. So with spiritual experience, <clears throat> there's the story maybe I was walking down the road and then all of a sudden, <sighs> I don't know what happened, but it was just like suddenly I just knew everything. You know, and what I knew was I didn't know anything. <laughs> Something like that, back and forth like that. Um, or it, the story of it will be while I was meditating and, and that, so in other words, the meditation was an experience for a character and then that character had quite the spiritual jolt. And most often that's gonna be a spiritual experience and not actually awakening. Because awakening doesn't really happen to anybody. I gave a little talk at the um, uh, Stockholm Tantra Festival this weekend. And I think the title of my uh, little talk was something along the lines of the, the best thing that never happened to anybody. And because an awakening doesn't happen to a person the one who's listening to this right now, if you believe yourself to be a human being, then uh, you can bet that human being is not going to wake up ever, ever, ever. 
because that's not what awakening is. Awakening is not about a character and it's not about a unit. What awakening is about is awakening, awakeness, awakening to itself. Awakeness is here. When we have that spiritual experience and there has been what I call um, the, this essential wakefulness that comes about. Now, all that means is that there's been, in the, there's been something that's been woken up, which is awakeness itself, but it will feel like, oh, I just kind of got, oh, I just kind of got that thing or something. And then, but now I just can't really put my fingers on it. And I can't, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to incorporate it into the model of self. I want to pull it in to, so that, because what I want is I'm really looking for Fred to have a wonderful experience so that Fred will be even cooler than he is now, if you can imagine. <laughs> and I'm sure that I will be able to attract girls and stuff like that, which is what, you know, hell, that was the shallowness of my, my spiritual, my early spiritual uh, motivation just was. And it, it might sound sham, shameful, but I understand it's really very common. So, it's, it's an, we're looking for an ad and a spiritual experience gives us that ad set so as a peak experience. We're more than we used to be. We're more than we were. We're better. We're supercharged. We're now on the cutting edge, but we're whatever it is, however you describe it, we're more than we used to be. And awakening is exactly the opposite. It's not a, a process of addition. It's a process of subtraction. So when awakeness wakes up, it's suddenly it's less than it used to be. Because going into awakening, there was an imaginary character over here, and I called him Fred, and still, still will, even though there's no one actually to point to that, that is a Fred. But there was, a, there was a Fred Davis over here that was desperate to add awakening to its bag of tricks, right? I mean, it was a pretty funny guy, yeah, and had a pretty good brain and everything, but uh, it had blown it in so many ways. And I just felt like if I just woke up, that that would make up the difference. And everybody would be able to see that after all, this had been quite the, the plan, and I am a very clever, clever fellow. And ego just does this stuff. And, you know, it's better to admit it than, than to deny it. Because if you admit it, there's hope for you. And if you deny it, there's not. And, um, but a, a whiteness comes to find out that there's no Fred Davis. See, with, otherwise we start out, there's a Fred Davis that wants to wake up. But Fred Davis will never wake up. Fred Davis can't wake up because there's no Fred Davis. And it may seem to you like you're listening to a Fred Davis. And I can understand I've in introduced myself on YouTube as being a Fred Davis and all that. But I have to call myself something. I mean, I could call myself Bob Smith or I could uh, call myself Orange and Yellow. But Orange and Yellow is just a tag. It doesn't mean that this unit's either orange or yellow or has anything to do with those colors. And I don't know what a Fred, Fred would, what, what, what the, what, what, Socrates' perfect Fred would look like, um, but, or actually uh, Plato's, and um, perfect Fred would look like, but um, 
it would the divine thing, but it wouldn't look like, well, it wouldn't be this. Because I don't add, I take away. I don't take a cool thing and make it cooler. I take an imaginary thing and I see through it. You see the difference? It's huge, it's huge. So it's not making something better, cooler, greater, bigger, better, more. That's all of that's out the window. It's a less and less and less thing. And what's happening here is that um, as I give this, as I give this talk and as I get involved in it so that it becomes more and more just a happening, more and more an acknowledged conscious happening, um, then there is, there's, a, there's a lessening of fredness here. There's, there's, a certain, there's a certain fredness that goes about its little ways in the house and has its tea and reads its books and does this and that and the other. And there's a whole nother fredness that does these videos. And sometimes the regular, you know, the, the standard Fred can't do a video. I tried, this, I tried to do this video last week and I just tried it for a long time and I just could not get it out. And so I just had to park the idea and come back to it when it felt like that, um, you know, video guy was in the house, which means that there was no Fred in the house. There was just, or there was very little Fredness in the house. There was mostly just awakeness here, conscious of itself, conscious of the fact that it's talking to itself because this is awakeness and you are awakeness there's only there's only you so i am you i know it feels you didn't feel like you could possibly be me but trust me i am you <laughs> and there's just one thing going on here which means that there is the appearance of two things they are distinct they're different but that's just an appearance it's not the truth because the truth is there's only one thing and this one thing is what comes to get to know, oh, I'm the one thing. <laughs> or it may come to know I'm the no thing. And if we really get lucky, we'll come to recognize, oh, I'm the no thing that is everything. That's where, and, and that's true non-duality. It's not where we're having a dualistic experience of either the absolute or the relative, but we're actually experiencing the two things at once. I have two worlds here. There's the world that, that I could see as a Fred. I can't actually do that anymore, but there was, but it was, but I used to do it as the default position for over 50 years. And then there is the position that is here as a rule, which is a, which is a very, very subtle speaking awakeness, whatever that is, speaking through this unit, but not as this unit. If this unit, if, if I'm speaking as this unit, if Fred is speaking as this unit, then we are just so far in duality that we just can't get back. Um, you know, we have to go back to square one. But when I'm looking from the, let's just call it the eyes of awakeness or the eyes of God, if I'm looking from this place, from that place, there's no position. So it's not like, because when Fred looks, he's got Fred's looking out for number one. 
And what I can see, and as a result of looking at the number one, when I come to look at the universe, what I can see is that it's not going the way I want. Because if it was going the way that I want, then everything would be centered around this unit. Because I know how it feels for you, but you've got to realize this is the one that's in the middle. And it feels like you have some answers, but this thing's got all the answers. It feels like, and I know if you feel like you're right, but hell, he can't, we can't both be right. And this is the right one. This is the one who knows. This is the one we can trust. That's what, that's what ego tells us. And this, is, this one should be our leader. And if you can't see that, I don't know what's wrong with you. Awakeness does not differentiate and it doesn't judge. It can see, it doesn't make it stupid or blind. Awakeness can see awakeness behaving in appearing to behave in skillful or unskillful patterns. But in truth, there's nothing happening at all. And on a quietly less... Um, uh, absolute level. There's only this happening and with without any commentary. Because what if you didn't have any language where you could say anything about this? Language just froze up. Instantly, it's a different experience because instantly there ceases to be a me and it. And instantly, there's what? There's it, if we want to call it that, and we don't know what that is. I don't actually know what this is. I don't know what's going on here, and I don't know what who it is that doesn't know what's going on here. This depletion of Fred or the Fredness uh, the the erasing of fredness, the thinning of fredness. This is this is the the truth of spiritual awakening, and we won't get there by building an, a new egoic spiritual a new spiritual structure, which is that I've named my, my I'm, is I'm naming myself. I'm changing my name. I'm calling myself um, uh, uh, yellow and purple now please refer to me as yellow and purple. Because when I'm yellow and purple, I don't have any ego about it at all. Hey, what are you doing calling me Fred? I'm yellow and purple, damn it. It just, we build up a new spiritual structure around that new name. And instead of having come to see that the name was the very thing we were, we were trying to use to help us step out of ego, ends up instead being a step up uh, in further into ego further into our own heads. There's no one in this body talking to someone in that body. There is an animated presence that makes this, that gives this body the ability to see, gives it the ability to sense all things. And there is a world of the senses. There's another world as well. And it's actually more real than the world of the senses. But it won't feel like it and no, not and it won't be like you can't share it. You can't just because you have an awakening, you still can't give it away. 
it's unshareable and it's not understandable. So bless you if you are one of those out there where you are awake and your mate mate is not. Oh man, I mean, I actually in the very early stages of of uh, post awakening, that's the way it was with Betsy and I. But she was patient, and um, she was you know letting this stage wear itself out or whatever. I don't know. Or she just loved me and accepted me as I was, even if it was a little goofy on the spiritual thing. And then eventually things changed in here and then changed things changed further here. And then things began to change there as well. We're right together like this now. It's beautiful. But I couldn't get it to her when I couldn't get it to her. And you can't give it to your mate or your boyfriend or your neighbor any better than I could. What you have to do is show it to them. Show them what you would like them to become. Be what you, the way that you would like the world to be. Be kind. God, it's just such an unkind world in so many ways right now. Be helpful, be compassionate. You are love itself. I'm just asking you to recognize that. When you recognize that you won't have to do anything. You'll just notice that it already is. And that now it is playing out in this little corner of the universe more than it was and don't let good become the enemy of best if it used to be that you had a certain habit and and you were terrible at it and you tried to fight it and you just found that you couldn't fight it but nonetheless it seems like you're a little better off than you were take it <laughs> that's a little bit of a that's a, a little bit of an outside our real topic here but we'll talk about that sometime too so I just want you to see the difference, the, the difference between a peak experience, a spiritual experience, and actual awakening. Awakening has no beginning, middle, and end. Even if it starts with, was I was standing on the mountain, it didn't start then, trust me. It's been going, going for years. And there's just this, it's a process that is usually marked by an event. But, and the event may be, a spiritual a, a spiritual experience may accompany it, right? I mean, you may you may have like uh, LSD like experience in some ways, but that'll make it it. And then understand that there's the only thing that could ever come to understand what I'm talking about is what I'm talking about. There's no Fred, Bob, or Mary that's ever going to get this. Awakeness is talking to awakeness and it's doing it very directly. Just notice. Notice that you're already awake. Notice that there's nothing you need to do to wake up and that the attempt to do so is a backwards movement. 
the beginning of every spiritual story is a step away from the truth. And the more we step, the further away from the truth we get. Although it doesn't mean that our seeking isn't useful, nothing's ever wasted. But this thing is simple and direct and it's right here, right now. And it is talking to you and it is also listening to this, to itself. Well, this has been pleasant. I love you all. I hope to see you soon. The uh, uh, come and see us over at the over at the website. Come and see us on. Um, well, you're already on YouTube, so uh, but you can come see us on the website, and you can then there's also a podcast of this which you can find and just you know mess around a little bit and you'll you know, with my name and Google or something and you'll come up with some stuff and. Um, See if it's not useful to you because it seems to have been useful to an awful lot of people. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.